everyone, welcome back to Deloitte Indonesia's M&A podcast. My name is Nadia, and for this second episode, I'm accompanied by one of our M&ATS partners at Deloitte Indonesia, Ibu Tendi Wijaya, that will share her experience at Deloitte. Hi, Ibu Tendi, and welcome to the second episode of Deloitte Indonesia's M&A podcast. Hi, Nadia. Glad to be here, and thank you for having me. It's great. Uh, so how are you, Ibu Tendi? I'm feeling really, really well. Thank you so much. All right. So um, before we start, uh, do you mind telling me a little bit about yourself and also your career journey at Deloitte? Sure, no problem. I joined Deloitte right after I uh, graduated from university. But before I joined in uh, financial advisory, I actually joined uh, the audit division first. So oh, I, I see. So I, I joined Deloitte in 1999, <laughs> so far away, like 20 years ago. My, my career journey starts uh, like in audit and I think until around uh, six years ago, I moved to financial advisory. I see. So you have a broad experience in both audit and financial advisory, right? <laughs> yeah, you can um, say that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think I'm going to uh, share a little bit about today's episode. Uh, it's going to be around financial due diligence, uh, which is the core service of our M&A transaction team. Uh, we will explore basically what financial due diligence is, uh, why it is crucial in a transaction, and some of the challenges that occur in the process. So without further ado, let's jump into our first question, yeah, Butenli? Um Sure, sure. All right. So a lot of people ask, uh, what is actually M&A due diligence? Well, due diligence is, mm-hmm. you know, every everyone is saying that whenever two companies meet with each other and they want to maybe acquire or maybe they want to do a transaction, this is two totally strangers, right? And they want mm-hmm. to know about each other. So this is almost like, maybe we can say like uh, a marriage proposal. <laughs> I see. Uh, so due diligence is like uh, the process of knowing what is this person or this target that one company wants to, uh, maybe they want to buy or they want to invest. So it's a very high level review of any target company. The goal is actually uh, to provide an overview of target business. We identify any potential deal breakers. Uh, we identify any valuation considerations and any uh, typical deal risks that are occurring in any proposed transactions. Uh, I think usually uh, when we perform the due diligence, this should be completed like before any deal closing, so we can support the decision making, Nadia. You know, because oh. if you want to meet someone, you have to make sure that you already perform your due diligence. Correct, right? <laughs> right, yeah. So, Your previous research first, right? Yeah, so this is basically mm-hmm. the religious is the same like this. Uh, we assist our clients so they can aware about any upsides and downsides of the deal. So once they know about everything about this, uh, the transactions, they will have a better understanding and a better view on how to deal with the transaction. Okay, got it. So I think a lot of people uh, have mistaken F, uh, financial due diligence and audit services, right, Pooh? If you don't mind, can you tell us uh, the difference between uh, financial due diligence and audit? Sure, sure. 
I think mm -hmm. uh, when we are doing the due diligence and audit, it's kind of uh, looking at it from a different angle because when people performing the audit, actually the auditor, when we are doing our audit, is to ensure that uh, the financial statements are correct according to the standards. That's why the auditor is giving the opinion whether the financial statement is free of misstatement or not, right? But mm -hmm. during the financial due diligence, the angle that we are looking at it more on the transaction side. So where financial audit is performed to provide reasonable assurance that the management have presented a true and fair view of the company's financial performance and position mm -hmm. based on the accounting standards. But financial audit may not necessarily address any uh, M&A issues or any transaction deal issues that may come across to the interest of our clients. When we are doing the financial due diligence, our focus is more to analyze the any deal breakers from its historical financial uh, information. Uh, we look at the sales and operations trends, customer mm -hmm. concentrations, sustainability of the earnings, any key drivers of the revenue, profitability, looking at it from the working capital issue, quality of assets, net debt. So I think just to give you uh, an illustration, right? Mm -hmm. When we're doing the financial due diligence, we like taking a photo of a property from a various angle. Right. So, you know, when you, <laughs> when you want to buy a property, then you look at it like this is yeah. the picture of the property from the front, back, inside. So that's basically what uh, we do for the financial diligence. I see. That's actually very insightful. I really like your analogy about, you know, taking pictures. And so if I can wrap it up a little bit. So some of the key aspects that we really uh, looked into in a financial due diligence is mostly about the deal breakers, right? In a transaction, what are the issues? And some of the information right. such as business model, uh, its current financial position, historical performance, yeah. uh, which is you know, I think it's really, really important. Um, so during the due diligence process, uh, do you mind telling us the process from the start till the end? How long does it usually take for um, a financial due diligence? And what are the deliverables? I think for, for due diligence, right? Usually, mm -hmm. uh, if the target is already they, they already prepare, because we are not the preparer for the analysis, right? Mm -hmm. the, the target is to prepare the data first for us. Uh, then we will do our analysis on those data. So usually okay. for the due diligence, it's going to take around uh, four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. And when we give uh, the, our clients our analysis, it's going to be the overview of the target business model, the current financial position, historical performance. Uh, we're going to show them also any key findings, any red flag that we found. And our due diligence is also, uh, you know, you, you were mentioning before that uh, basically what we do is we assist our clients in doing uh, and also assessing the deal breaker right now. Yes. But uh, one other thing that's also important is uh, we have our client so they can assessing more on the factor that might affect it on the valuations of the target company. 
Oh, I see. So those are the things that we we give in our report. So the deliverables is uh, in the form of a report, right? Which contains all of the data and also you present to the client as well. Yeah, of course. We okay. need to present and we give... Uh, you know, due diligence mm-hmm. is a very, it's, it has to be communication between us and our clients. So we need to have a constant communication with our clients. Uh, we have like a weekly meeting with our clients to give the progress updates. So everything will be in line with uh, what is their expectations. Right? I see. That is very cool. So um, based on your experience, Butenli, what do you think are the main challenges when you are performing financial due diligence? Some of the challenge I think that I found is the quality mm-hmm. of data. It's availability of the data or the reliability of the information provided. Oh, mm. Another okay. challenge also, uh, I think it's going to be always when we need to perform various analysis and there's going to be a tight deadline for this, right? Because for mm-hmm. M&A transaction, they usually our client already have their uh, specific timeline. They have, okay. uh, mm-hmm. so we need to perform everything within that timeline with the quality of data that the target is provided. So I- it's, it's quite a, a challenge uh, for us, but it's nothing that we cannot uh, face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I think the other thing is also uh, about the different methodologies that we put for between different industries and companies' life cycle. Oh, okay. Because if we are going to do perform a due diligence for a financial, let's say a banking, and Mm-hmm. And insurance, it's going to be a different approach that we need to perform because uh, those are two different, even though they are under the financial service industry, but right. the main risk right. for this is going to be different. Basically, there's no one size fits all in the region. Well, it's very interesting because I think if we are uh, working in this uh, M&A transaction team, we will be exposed to a lot of different industries with different timelines per project, right? So uh, it's going to be a lot of exposures and learning curve for us. So Ibu Tenli, during the beginning of the episode, uh, you mentioned that you have previous experience in audit, right? And you also t- talked about the difference uh, between audit services and financial due diligence. Uh, my question is, how does your previous experience in audit have helped you in performing uh, financial due diligence? I think it helped me a lot because mm. audit gives you the foundations. Uh, any uh, transactions are based on the financial performance, right? So mm-hmm. when you have the basis of the audit knowledge, then you, you will know about how uh, the transactions are being booked and being recorded mm-hmm. in the uh, target company. So it will help you definitely, it will help you a lot in uh, doing and performing the analysis of the target company. I see. Wow. So people who have previous experience in audit will, um, the experience will help them also in financial due diligence, right? Definitely, okay. definitely. So I think, uh, Butenli, that marks uh, the end of our discussion. 
I'd like to thank you for your time, your answer, and thank you for sharing your experience in performing due diligence. And also for our dearest um, podcast listeners, I hope that our discussion can provide you a little bit of interesting things that we do here in Deloitte, Indonesia. And see you in the next episode.